One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Qua. I almost did it. You almost wow. did it. Weird. That is crazy. That's wild. Uh, the whole magazine, rather. Uh, but we are here with episode 40, uh, where we have some delightful titillations and delightful shenanigans uh, in store for you. We have some technology news updates and stuff like that, which we are going to be discussing shortly here if my technology can work how topical technology uh, and stuff like that phenomenal um but we are i'm joined by uh marcus how are you doing i'm doing quite well it's having a lovely day today with everybody I yeah it's my great. wife here to my right yes and we have the missus here hello angie hi yes we had you on the uh trivia last week uh which is when the listeners will be able to hear you um, you were not only on, you were on episode 39, but we also had you on for trivia Thursday, number two, which was mm. awesome. Um, you did quite well. Uh, Fun times. you play second after this gentleman, Oscar. Hello, Oscar. Hello. Hello. Great to have you. Now we're getting four episodes out of you. Gosh, I feel greedy. Ooh. Um, but use, you know, use me. he I wants want to be to used. Me. I want, I want I want so you to right use now. me from you. That's not how the song goes. But of course, we have Cornette <laughs> as well. How's it going? Hello. Uh, the I'm one glad to see you all here. We have uh, some delightful titillations. Where the fuck are you? Why are you not doing the things that I need you to do? Well, one of the first things that I guess we're going to go into, especially since you're taking a little second there, is going into the Neuralink, which is preparing for human trials. And I guess uh, me and Cornette here will probably share the same uh, yeah. uh, thought about this. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I, my personal thought about this, um, when it comes to actual medical health and everything, is I could see the implications. But I don't believe I would ever want to go well, into well, it. Well, before you go into that, why don't you explain to people what Neuralink yeah. is? I would, I would yes, love well, a kindergarten explanation of what Neuralink is and what Elon Musk is trying to push. <laughs> So I'm going to read it right here from Neuralink.com, like their actual website. They have a website? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Is it Elon Musk like actively shoving things inside of me? Because that's concerning considering he has like a barrel chest. um, It's called an R1 robot, which is an actual surgical robot, which will be surgically placing the implant of ultrafine and flexible threads in a region of the brain, literally in your brain, that controls movement intention. Movement intention. Once in the place, it is cosmetically invisible and intended to record and transmit brain signals wirelessly to an app that decodes movement intention. It's be able to grant people the ability to control a computer cursor or keyboard using their own thoughts. And when it comes to something like that, having a so-and-so microchip just implanted in your head, it's almost funny. Because then we start looking at these dystopian movies and the, all the crazy stuff, and you're like, well, it's not too far off now of being able to have cyberpunk or 
let's say Sword Art Online. Let's go. I'm, I'm like <laughs> and immediately it's like thinking like these... Total Recall, and I'm not even thinking about the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> one. I'm thinking about the one currently with Colin, Colin Farrell, the, the yeah. newer one. Yeah. But it's it's crazy to think that we currently have things going on, and I can see where the implications of this comes in. Sure, maybe somebody doesn't have an arm, right? They can't type or they can't do something, or maybe they don't even... Like, just can't move towards the screen. They want to be able to do something and interact with stuff. And I could see that. And then it comes into the play of how can this be abused for other systems and other ways where it's not ethical. Well, let's go back to what Neuralink is. So if you go on the website, um, Neuralink.com, N-E-U-R-A-L-I-N-K.com, you can go there and you can um, explore... Sorry, my phone is a little. And explore what it is. And it is a brain-computer interface that is fully implantable, cosmetically invisible, Mm -hmm. and designed to let you control a computer or mobile device anywhere you go. So it is an implant. Hmm? Yeah. um, I said I believe I said that because I I read the the same thing. The implant is especially interesting. A lot of the trials that they're trying to shoot for are people who are like quadriplegic, paralyzed, mm-hmm. and don't have a lot of mobility? And um, it's that's gonna perfectly it's, the whole idea is gonna it's basically gonna change because a lot of those people who have those um, disabilities, the way they communicate. If you look at people with like ALS, um, ALS, I believe that's Lou Gehrig's disease. Basically, mm-hmm. the thing that uh, afflicted Stephen Hawking um, is their usual way of communication involved basically eye tracking software that would allow them to look at certain letters on a screen. They can communicate that way. Well, this would basically just bridge the gap. So they don't even really have to look at the screen and they can just sort of maybe eventually think words or uh, is the eventual evolution of maybe this technology. But the place where it is hooked up into is actually in the uh, part of the brain that handles motor motor functions. So we're talking about like moving objects, maybe using uh, computer signals and stuff like that. And I think one thing that would be great is we have a lot of advancements coming into uh, implants and like, uh, you know, prosthetics. Yeah. I, I could understand. It would bridge the gap with that. In a great way. It would bridge the gap with prosthetics. Could, yeah, really bridge Where you can literally point. think how we do now, where we think to move our arm and the prosthetic would just It would just do it. Do it. Uh, very, very awesome stuff. Pros and cons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is a good few cons to that, especially when it comes to uh, a lot of people saying the the efficacy, I guess you could say, of it, where putting an actual computer basically in your head is almost a little too far. And I actually believe that personally. What's I a, don't think I would ever do that. What's a very big showcase is this robot, the R1. It is probably the most advanced robot uh, medical robot surgery robot that is available mm-hmm. right now because everyone has heard of the da vinci robot where it will basically the whole design pr- pr- principle is a doctor who is in the operating room basically sits at this interface with these sort of mitt type sort of manipulators and controls and can see through the scope where the robot is working and this is where you get like minimally invasive bariatric surgery right where they make a small incision the probes of the robot go inside you and they do their surgery. That's all well and good. That still requires a doctor to have to go in there and do it right. And work on it. Well, that's all great for like minimally invasive bariatric surgery, gastric bypass, but 
it's a little bit more daunting when it's in the brain. The great thing about this is the R1 is largely automated. It will automatically target specific regions of the brain where there aren't any blood arteries and stuff like that. So you don't run the risk of puncturing one of those and have massive bleeding. Um, Sophisticated AI modeling and stuff like that. Um, Basically, the only really intervention that a human has to do largely is right now, they have to just cut off the layer of skin uh, or open up a flap, use use a bone saw to open up a cap for the skull, and then the robot can do its thing. It's very impressive. So, sorry, I wanted to do some math, uh, find some math here to be able to put it in perspective of how tiny some of these threads are. Um, the some of the threads are four to six microns, extremely, which is one, extremely one th- like one of a thousandth thin. of a millimeter. Yeah, That's it is extremely thin, thinner than a human hair, crazy. by a factor of at least ten. Is it contradictory for me to even like, or like opposing factor in a sense where I'm just like uncomfortable with the idea of a robot operating? No, you're completely no, fine. It's completely yeah. fine. That, and, that's and that's, and that's the view. same I, I case. I think this is something that, like, you know, I understand. It is what it could be doing beyond futuristic technology that's so new yeah like i would i would need like actual years because the proper the proper sort of like entrance of this kind of technology is very new this is the first time where really where might not be the first time but it's the first time something like this has really gone out there as far as it has where we're literally implanting a computer that is meant to read brain signals and do something for you uh and it's uh, i don't think you're able to be able to receive data in it's very much transmission side is what i'm believing and what i'm seeing Mm -hmm. so there's that for you i guess Um, for now for now or unless he has some dastardly nefarious deeds (laughs) he's gonna commit he's gonna Um, start uploading memes to your head um i know we're talking about the uh uh human trials that are just opening up and the uh, primary candidates are the ones with severe diseases. Um, did we look into the what happened to the primate? No, I did not cover the um, the first primate test subjects. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was their story? Um, well, according to Wired, um, Elon Musk, uh, you know, released a statement saying that, yes, they all died. But it was not due to the Neuralink. It was due to, you know, whatever prior conditions they had. Okay, but so further... were they taking disabled monkeys as well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. But, this is so coincidental. But that um, makes, that further makes investigation sense. by Wired and um, other people involved said that based on veterinary, veterinary records, the complications with the implant procedures led to their deaths. Okay, so it sounds like... <clears throat> It sounds like it did. I'm hearing Planet of the Apes right now. Yeah. I'm I mean, hearing telekinetic I think it's interesting apes. how it was like, <laughs> well, the Neuralink didn't do it. Mm-hmm. The complications from the Neuralink is what did it. It's like, well, you see, officer, the bullet didn't kill him. Yeah. It was the complications of the bullet passing through his body is what killed them. So when my grandmother... Well, see, me pushing him off the roof didn't kill him. It no, no, no. Gravity it, was the, it was the gravity. Down. My grandmother... And the complications thereof <laughs> of falling from 20 feet... The easier one, you, you know, the one y'all are looking for, my that's much easier oh. to understand is the bullet didn't kill him, it's the air in the brain that did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The cavity that the bullet created is what killed him. <laughs> so in, in 2021, when COVID was like an, a legitimate... Uh, thing that like was I, I guess fairly serious for like oh, certain yeah. age groups and certain severities my grandmother passed away and they had labeled her a covid death which 
that is not what she died from, right? She she died from ovarian cancer, but COVID apparently led on to this. It's the same. Concept. Oh yeah, because there wasn't any incentives for hospitals to say that the death was via COVID. What a fucked up weird yeah. thing. That, it was, it was why so was fucked. that necessary for anything? Because they were padding the why, numbers. Why was the government like, you know what? What we need to do is we need to sell every hospital that if they have a COVID death, they'll get a chunk of change. Yeah. Why? Did yeah. we do that for the fucking influenza virus when it first popped out? No. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but we're not talking about COVID we, right we now. Digress. Right, right. We, digress. Yeah, we digress. It follows in the same, yeah, same yeah, we aspect digress. for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. The that that robot is very revolutionary. If you can think about it, we're talking about like four microns, and this it's robot is able to precisely place those leads. Hey, it's that, incredible. That's impressive. It's incredible. I don't trust it. Avoiding, yeah, I don't trust avoiding with I don't trust it. We'll already. see. I hope that yeah, all animals aside, um, <laughs> hopefully. Um, the human trials go better. I, I will do it if Cade does it. Hopefully, if, if the, Cade, hopefully if Cade the consequences. Surgery, I'll do it. Hopefully, the consequences <laughs> of such a thing don't really affect you. people. Unfortunately, I don't believe your current job would allow you. Okay. <laughs> uh, next in technology news, we have a NASA probe which transmits groundbreaking laser message from 10 million miles away. This is awesome. Can you elaborate? Yeah. Awesome. The so, message I sent was European. So basically. Um, <laughs> How the sort of like communication structure for deep space works. We have the DSN, which is the deep space network. Um, everything, usually what we have been using for communications between like the moon and earth is laser, right? Um, but this is the first time that we have successfully transmitted data using lasers at such a range. 10 million it, to Mars, like that level of range out of it. Um, it's, it's phenomenal because before we're really stuck with, um, radio waves, which as most of us know in the room, you can only fit so much data in radio waves. (laughs) Well, when we're using this technology, um, which is utilizing near infrared, um, we're able to, it's a higher frequency. It is a smaller wavelength. We can fit more data into that signal than we can with large wavelengths. So. That's a massive plus. Are, you, are we receiving data at a faster rate as well? So yeah, like, instead of like, like days or hours, it could be less? So D, DSOC, which is uh, basically the transceiver system, it is deep space optical communication system, um, basically aims to demonstrate that we can transmit data at 10 to 100 times greater than radio, te- radio communications. Phenomenal. Um, which is great because um, when we talk about like satellites over around those areas or mm-hmm. maybe possibly rovers on mars or anything else when we're receiving photographs information data from those equipment we're receiving that at a slower rate via radio waves yeah, so it takes how, a while how fast are we talking whenever we talk about lasers so it's not a matter of like it's a matter of like how long do we have to keep the uplink and downlink set up in order to get all of the data we need if we have like a hundred kilobyte photo or a 100 kilobyte bit of data that we need to transmit depending on what communication strategy we're using it's going to take either longer or shorter to transmit all of that data right at the Uh, farthest distance from our planet the near infrared photons will take about 20 minutes to travel back that's fucking incredible well you look (laughs) at the sun it takes about eight and a half minutes for the lights to get to us right but but yeah, wow. so like communications from like, Mars, Mars rovers takes crazy. about 20 minutes to get to us on 
the farthest reach. Um, it, it it didn't take that long before with radio waves, right? No, light travels still at the same speed. It's just a matter of how long do we have to keep this thing going in order to transfer this data? Because if you can fit more data into a package and be more efficient, it's about efficiency because you're using more energy in order to transmit this data. And that comes down to physics, a lot of like what we're using and how we're doing it, what kind of high gain antenna. Um, but the fact that we can, we have proven this, that we can do it is, is the big leap. Um, um, opens the doors, for, opens the door for a lot of much yeah, greater things. Um, definitely larger forms of communication, the current, receiving data from different locations. The current issue right now current. for this transmission Space system is that <laughs> the level of precision that is required to communicate via laser is incredible. Um, basically this is consisting of the transceiver uh, on the ground station aiming a beacon laser much like a beacon for a satellite but a beacon laser so that way the transceiver um, in the space can actually line up properly with the ground station and proceed to transmit and receive however 20 minutes can transpire the longest distance and so they have to accommodate for the shift in position um ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Highest levels of accuracy. So it's, um, it's not only just you know communicating it, with this long-distance uh, form you know, like a satellite or whatever. It's, it's also acquiring its location as yeah, it's moving. Yeah, yeah. because so, like, in a general acquisition as well. And it's a lot of a true test of the like technology that we have now is going beyond what we even thought it could. Yeah, that's that's like, incredible. And also since the beam width is inversely proportional to the frequency that you're using, um, which just means that with radio waves, that focus because we can do lasers with radio waves. That's not a problem. The definition of a laser is just electromagnetic radiation where the waves are now parallel together, right? Um, Collimated. It is, it is focused and tight. Um, But like for radio waves, you can only get that so narrow Uh, for UV. The wavelengths are so small. You can get a very tight beam, um, which is important for data transmission, distance, range, et cetera. Um, Communication, the radio frequencies uh, as far as like, laser communication have actually been done with X-band and KA. Very, yes. Which is very interesting. Um, The transmitter strength of this, of this spacecraft is less than a hundred Watts, which is pretty fucking crazy. If you think about it, we're able to communicate from Mars 
which is hmm. like 10 million miles away, which is to Earth, which on is a ground miles. station, no <sighs> less, has to go through atmosphere. They actually have error correcting that they need to do to get rid of noise that's inside the atmosphere. But we're able to do that with less than 100 watts. 100 watts is what powers my light bulb. From yeah, I was, I was about terrarium. to say, yeah, like, it's, that's like... <laughs> it's like what the standard power is required for a standard incandescent light bulb. Like, I have a fucking light bulb in my living room that probably powers 100 watts. Like, that's incredible. Brother's vape gets more juice than that shit. <laughs> 100, your vape hits more than 100 um, watts. That's concerning. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very incredible. And, you know, this, is, this also draws to the question of laser weapons in space. It's also a possibility mm. uh, because if they're able Star to Wars. focus that energy um, into a tighter package, you could possibly damage uh, other satellites utilizing laser technology, which is awesome. Um, space Wars? Space Wars. Space Wars. Look, we that now is, have a reason to have the Space Force. That is the, yep. that is the wish.com <laughs> Star Wars. Using lasers space to shoot wars. down Russian satellites. <laughs> or more, it has to <laughs> be both you, words, Sputnik. so it's like... <laughs> Space battles or something like that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, any questions on that or any other kind of cool laser shit? <laughs> yeah, no, can we just, uh, shoot down Sputnik, please? <laughs> no, it's kind of mind-boggling, though. Like, I, I, you, I, in my head, I feel like antiquated. Like I said, like these young whippersnappers because it's just so mind-boggling mm. that it's technology has progressed so much in the past, like what, like little bit? Like if I don't want to point out the fact that there's people who are still alive who like didn't even have phones back in the day. No, like, yeah. Like this, I mean, I was crazy. born when phones were really first becoming into full swing. Most of us were born yeah. when yeah. phones were really coming into I full think, swing. I think we were born when the flip phone really started to become a big thing. I mean, but we're I arguably so. still young. It, oh, it, no, it, we are. Well, yes. it, it's, it's wild to I mean, fathom that. Evolutionarily speaking, yeah, Homo sapiens, our current model, um, has only been on Earth for about three years. Brand 3, new years. and aerodynamic. Type 2? Or going into type three, yeah, sort of Homo sapiens civilization type seed. three. Fuck no, that's a yeah. Dyson sphere, dog. <laughs> I it was, is it so? Is it type two then? We're I'm still in type two. Uh, yeah, we got another like making sure. It's still like half a million years. It's still like a wild to interpret that though, because no, like I, I remembered. Think, the I think the the scale is backwards. I think type one is like very. Let's fucking look that shit up. Look up yeah, the. I got uh, you. I got it's you. a certain scale. It's like it's under a different name. I was name. like fucking like ten, maybe eleven years old in the state of Alabama, and I would always hang with my friends in a cul-de-sac. You know how like normal days were. You would go outside and fucking play. You know you wouldn't be cooped up in your room fucking playing video games. Oh, yeah. Your your family would fucking. Well, tell I would you, play oh, go outside, outside and fucking... then come inside to play video games. <laughs> like play come with, back home when, when the streetlights turn yeah, on. Play with fucking yeah. sticks and shit. That was back when like the iPhone four was released. It's it's crazy, crazy right? to fathom that. I, it's what's really more interesting is computers mm-hmm. and yeah. how those have progressed so heavily. We launched Saturn five with computers that took up rooms. Your phone in your pocket has more processing power than the computers that yeah. sent a people <laughs> to the moon. Uh, and that's wild. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, it and it, it is question. all coming down to even smaller than this. Yeah. It's all coming down to things like Moore's law. Um, where we start taking processing power and condensing it down further and further and further. And right now we're actually getting to the limits of how small we can make computers yeah. because now we're starting to run into issues on the quantum level. Like we're starting to run into issues where electrons are quantum tunneling through things that they're not supposed to. <laughs> um, so like uh, the power gate on microprocessors and chips have to be a certain thickness. Otherwise electrons will really just quantum tunnel through and that's a problem. Um, 
Oh, so interesting we were, fact we were, on your face. There, we <laughs> were all wrong. Oh, uh, it's called the uh, the Kardashev. The it's a Russian. Yeah, I, I, don't know I, I understand. Yeah, uh, it's it's from one, two, three. Okay, it so progresses. Type okay. one is a civilization able to access all the energy available on its planet and store it for consumption. Hypothetical. I wish me- measures of that would be earthquakes, <laughs> uh, volcanoes, eruptions. Oh, so we're not even. So we're we're, type, def- we're yeah, definitely not. Type one. two is the Dyson sphere. Can okay. directly consume stars' energy, most likely through the use of a Dyson sphere. And type three <laughs> is a civilization able able to capture all the energy emitted by its galaxy. I, I'm waiting for the day we become type oh. two and we make a star killer base and harness the energy be- of the sun. <laughs> which means we will be mirror ashes and micro. Yeah. Like we will not even be alive at that yeah, time. The, at the, all. the yeah. principle because type three says alone. like energy from every star, every black hole, yeah, like, etc. In you're your consuming galaxy. everything. You're consuming we're, we're galaxies. Not even, we're not even type one. Yeah, no, we're nope. not even there yet. Uh, this is also I forget what he was. I don't know if he was like a sci-fi writer or just a uh, theoretical physicist. I forget who that guy who created oh, that scale. Actually, it says that. Hold on. I guess we'll hold. But no, uh, yeah, it's it's incredible if you really think about it. Just in the matter of short decades, how our grandparents couldn't fathom the idea of a cell phone, and a lot of them lived to see cell phones. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, and if use they, them. which like, makes I, you wonder what technological advances will progress in our yeah, lifetime. That's what yeah, I was well, about to see. He was, so bring uh, that in. He was a Soviet astronomer, like okay, astronomer. astronomer. All those, astronomer, like our grandfathers you. or our fathers, or you know, great grandfathers. They, or do you wonder if they actually sat there and was like, "Oh, I'm waiting for the fucking day." You know what I mean? Well, like you, you would see like depictions of what they would do. His tells a story of of someone in his family who is a moon landing denier um but in the most holistic like the most wholesome way possible uh randomly happened to turn on the tv and they were on the moon and he said oh that's just tv son or that's just tv just just yeah couldn't like didn't even really realize that like this could be real and so here we are now where we are we have visited every planet in the solar system we have gone the distance we have received images from the surface of Venus. Well, we visited them with unmanned. With proxies. True, yeah. Yeah. Yes. proxies. But the fact that we have created something here, sent that up into space to go there and then have the ability and understanding to then get that information back yeah. is mind-boggling. And establishing There's like, like three or four rovers now on Mars. Yeah. And like establishing like which planets are like somewhat hospitable or like closely hospitable, like Titan, you know, the moon. From well, there's a lot of different things. There's like you know, theories that you can possibly live on top of the clouds of, of Venus because it's so, so thick. So, so thick atmosphere. Well, here's the thing um, about what yeah. you were saying, yeah. the amount of energy it would take to convert a planet to be hospitable for our species would not be worth it. We would more than likely spend oh, yeah. energy Ter- to travel ter- to a planet that we already know. Terraforming is crazy. And not to mention if you, if we wanted to make a Dyson sphere around the sun, we would have to cannibalize the entire solar system. Oh, more oh, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we would require the materials that are within the entire solar. We would have to go to the asteroid belt, and the asteroid belt, to put it perspective, wouldn't even make I, a sphere around Earth. I, yeah, I mean that's why with I said its the entire solar system, we need so all of it. no, not even just we the need bring all in of this you technological need more. age is our next subject, mm-hmm. which I think personally, being a gamer and somebody who consumes you know technology quite often, um, Thunderbolt Five. Yes. 
Thunderbolt 5 what is magnificent shit. Like, so for great. people that don't know. It's amazing. Um, I do not know. Thunderbolt 5 is the... The next generation, basically. Like, child full on. Like, of Intel. Intel is the sort of creating body of this yeah, technology. The, the, the company. Thunderbolt utilizes... Um, it's basically a high-speed data transfer, power transfer, um, networking sort of thing, storage solution, um, which utilizes... Just a USB-C connector. Um, this stuff is able to provide connectivity for monitors, docks, your storage devices, um, and fuck tons of other accessories. The capabilities of such a device are phenomenal. Um, we're talking like transmission speeds, data transmission speeds of up to 180 gigabytes a second. 180 uh, uh, gigabytes a second. I'm, 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 a still, second. I'm still trying to fathom this real quick. Are you insinuating that there is an external device with a USB-C like port and you, what you would plug it into like your PC, it's your laptop? It's a cable. Yeah. One cable. So okay. you, cable. Do need to have, plug it into? you do need to have a Thunderbolt port, okay. which is still just yeah. a USB thing. Yeah, yeah it's like, a USB-C, you right? You have a, a, a Type-C like... You're going to have to right walk there, me you? through this. So like, the technology it, just utilizes the standardized USB Type-C connector. So it's okay. just a cable. What does it plug into? It, your PC. Your PC. Your monitor. Your computer monitor. My, yeah. my, that center desktop, that center monitor has a USB Type-C connection. Okay. Using Thunderbolt. This is also a 4K monitor. Utilizing Thunderbolt 5 technology, I could power and do with the job of HDMI, but in this case, DisplayPort, all with that single cable. And along with that is the transfer speed <laughs> of like actual uh, uh, wait, wait, 100, 180 megabits per second, 180 and, and gigabytes. And we're, we're talking about this is not just data transfer. This is this is we're talking about like power. Yeah. We're what? talking like. Are you serious? I, yeah. yeah. Is this like a, a working thing? Is this oh, something also, for sale? So, I will so buy Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt 4 had the capability of supporting two 4K monitors at the same time. With this, you can do multiple 8K monitors uh, with up to 540 giga, 540 hertz refresh rate. Right now, the meme of like Fry from Futurama, where it's like "Shut up, take my money," is like yeah. imprinted in my brain right it's now. It's very impressive. Um, Same, absolutely. How Same. do how do I buy this? Is so this a thing I can buy? Just to show you the jump from Thunderbolt Four, uh, we went from 60 gigabytes a second. Um, Sorry, uh, yeah, 60 gigabytes a second, I think I'm estimating, up to 180. Sorry, 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 sorry. 40 gigabytes per second to 120 gigabytes per second. So this is also, there's different configurations for your Thunderbolt. You can either do like super high upload or you can do super high download. Um, and basically it just takes some channels. Like for the 120, you basically have uh, different channels and they split that bandwidth across. So realistically, you're being capped whether or not you're doing your download or transmit or your download or 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 upload, but at the moment, 80 like the only gigabytes cap on that is the actual accessories and technology you have yourself. But if you get a Intel planning on next year, just next year, which is only a couple months away, yeah. it starts. It's, it's um, you're just making it sound like that. It's it's it, the they cable start, management sounds decent. So awesome. I guess the, not, it literally, not, it literally can take away three to four cables. Yeah. I'm not thinking you're realizing I could run with Thunderbolt technology all of my monitors. With three cables, and it, they would all plug in directly to your to like, my computer. That's insane. on a Thunderbolt five connector. That's incredible. It would, no more power cords. Nothing. I just need the Thunderbolt. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm still having a hard time fathoming <laughs> this. Just the idea. It would revolutionize. Like, it would change the full face of like data storage. Like I lo- I love- you can have a one of those out external hard drives. And you don't really even have to give a fuck about read to write speeds anymore. No, you have Thunderbolt five. It can do 120 gigabytes. At that point, you won't notice a real difference. because It's going to be taking seconds. If I'm like, like doing my stuff like seconds. like podcast storage, video storage and stuff like that. General storage. Oh, my God. Just have an external hard drive with Thunderbolt uh, five and you're golden. You know, what's the fun part about this whole conversation is being able to see the the, the difference of people who enjoy gaming and everything like that. And then you have my wife. Hasn't said a word because it doesn't truly matter. So we should <laughs> be saying I'm Googling it from, to from, educate myself. From what, I'm, from what yes, I'm seeing. But it, it's, it's funny because I, I we have Oscar's uh, reaction here who's dumbstruck almost. Well, I mean, it's not that like, I'm necessarily viewing it in a gaming sense. You could also view it in, in, in any form of like yeah. uh, information gathering. And, and this could go, apply to Imagine, work. It could yeah, apply to, to companies, work software healthcare. companies. Yeah, healthcare, healthcare is so, for sure. There was some limitations that I saw. Uh talking about like cable length. Um for yeah. like home networking, it's pretty okay. Well, I uh, they said it was like a meter. Yeah, for like a meter, uh, a meter, a I meter, mean, which that, is pretty that's like, a couple of, that's yeah, like that's if we're doing the changing though. If we're doing stuff hey, like if if I'm doing st- if I'm doing stuff for like desktop to monitor, a meter that's, ain't no problem. Okay. Right. Um but there are systems that you can plug in to extend that range. I'm pretty sure like basically the relays, which add more juice into that cable. Um, so yeah, very cool shit, which Intel is planning on selling accessories. Yeah, it products does say, however, if you want to make full use of Thunderbolt five, you're going to need devices that specifically support it, which don't yet exist. That's what I was about to say. Uh, what yeah. Intel is planning on. That's interesting. Yeah. Obviously like this is something that is, revolutionary yeah like, i did absolutely. see that we're should they should be expecting to give the hungry gamers um thunderbolt 5 and 2024 i just think but there is currently thunderbolt 4 i just think it's three yeah, really like, impressive yeah. this should not it's just for, be for gaming for, the thunderbolt 4 oh, goes no, for it be everywhere it be like the new standard right like you don't need a power cable for your bullshit you have thunderbolt 4 get with the program like yeah do that. It just makes everything more effective. Because like tra- you just yours? running this shit with just I don't have anything Thunderbolt. Because mm. it's still a USB Type C, but all the t- USB Type C still use the like USB Type C protocol. Thunderbolt is like a different kind of protocol. Get on the program, like bro. Uh, is it protocol? <laughs> I think that's a okay way of saying it. Um, but yeah, I think that's our news. Uh, any questions? Any other things? Well, I was going to bring in science stuff, but I believe yeah, most, most of the day today was techn- technological for this. But I mean, I'm quite okay with okay because uh, we have some trivia to do. Ooh. I think we're going to do ten questions on this one. I uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you all so much for joining us, and I'm as so always, new. have a good one. Boom. Oh, are we going to do the sound? <laughs> we got to do the sound. <laughs> all right, just hold where you are. We're dumping writing to fucking trivia. I'm. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.